Hello and welcome to episode 236 of the Veg Grower Podcast. My name's Richard and I like to grow food in my allotment and garden. Today is the 2nd of September 2019. Where has August gone? That's what I want to know. It seems to have flown by. In fact, this entire year seems to have flown by. Coming up today, I am looking at green manures that I use in my allotment and garden and why I use them. That's coming up in a bit, but firstly, let's find out what I've been up to over this last week in my allotment and garden. Well, today is Friday, the 30th of August 2019. I'm just in the potting shed at the moment, and I've been shopping again today. I went into a garden centre and found a discount aisle and they happened to be selling a couple of herd plants for one pound and I brought two of these one was a mint and this is a raspberry mint it's called I'm going for the raspberry at the moment weirdly I brought the raspberry sage last week so yeah this is a raspberry mint so I'm going to grow it out and see what that tastes like but what I've also brought is some lavender a variety called Munstead and this is a variety that is meant to be culinary, which my wife quite likes to use lavender in a few meals in the in the kitchen. So I brought her this as a little present. But what I'm also doing is I'm taking cuttings again, like I did last week with the sage. No, with the tarragon it was last week. So again, same sort of thing. I'm just taking a couple of shoots, cutting those off, removing a few of the bottom leaves dipping it into some organic root compound which I always use when I'm taking cuttings it's cheap it's easy to use and that bottle's now empty <laughs> um, I've got another bottle amongst this lot but yeah it's it's cheap it's easy to use and all I do is just dip the bottom of my cutting into here and then plunge it into some compost and leave that to grow. Really not complicated and I think taking cuttings is a great way to add extra plants to our collection. Now while I'm in here, in here I'm just looking at the chili seeds that were planted on the 12th and they have all germinated so it looks like we're going to have quite a few chili seeds if we can just get them through the winter. These are the variety called Paper Lantern, Hot Paper Lantern. Fingers crossed we'll be able to grow them through the winter and overwinter them. I'm pretty sure we can, but they're going to need potting up, which will be a job I can do in just a second. There's a weekend coming up and I'm really looking forward to hitting the garden and do some gardening this weekend. I have been down the allotment a few times during the week, doing more and more weeding. Things are looking good. Now I haven't really mentioned about the weed notice that I received just over four weeks ago. Last week would have been the four week period and I heard nothing. I didn't mention it in last week's podcast because I thought I'd give it a few more days and we'll see what they come out with. Well it's been a few more days now, I still not heard anything. It's been five weeks now so I am assuming everything is still okay and I keep the allotment. 
Gotta love these weed notices from the council because they are useless at giving us information. Anyway, that's it for today. A bit more in taking cuttings and making use of the time while we can. September's just round the corner and that's when things can really start happening in the garden. It's Saturday the 31st of August 2019 today. <clears throat> and I have done a bit of work at home in the garden, in the vegetable patch. Now what I've done today is, first thing is I put Bunny, the male quail, into the same cage as the three female quails. Now the two that went in last week, Mind Flare and Demigorgon, all got on with Eve absolutely fine. There's been no problems whatsoever. And I'm still presuming Mindflayer and Demigorgon are females. I'm not 100% certain because I haven't seen any eggs, uh, but they haven't crowed either, which is a good sign that they would be male. They're getting about the age that I would expect them to say let's lay legs, so we will see what happens there. But anyway, Bunny's got in there. He crows a bit, trying to call out for his mates, uh, but apart from that, they're doing, they seem to be okay together, which is rather nice. It means they uh, they should be coping okay. Now, what, while I was keeping an eye on Bunny and the girls all getting on, I weeded out the free vegetable beds. And that's tidy days up quite a bit. I, I don't... I'm not sure if these beds really work. They work in the sense that they keep the chickens off, but it does make things a bit tight for me to work in, and I hate feeling trapped in. Um... So I'm not sure if they're going to stay or what. I'm still very much in the deciding stage with that. But they certainly have stopped the, the chickens from clawing and eating at everything, providing I've kept them out. A couple of times one of the chickens has got into one of the beds, just through running underneath one of the cages. And they have stripped the, the kale right back. But, hey, that's the life with chickens. Anyway... So yes, that was weeded out. I kept an eye on the, the quails. All seemed to be going very, very well together. Now my next task was actually I received a delivery. And this delivery was a new chicken feeder called a treadle feeder. Now this is a, the idea behind this is that a chicken will come along. It will step on a pedal at the front and that will raise a lid so that the chickens can access their food. The idea behind this is that I can leave the food out without the risk of vermin getting in. The current method that I have where I have their feeder hanging from the ceiling has worked fine for as long as I've had chickens. But there are a few failings. One, if it rains and I haven't put a top over the top, the food gets wet and that's no good, it gets wasted. And the other problem is if uh, chickens knock the feeder, it tends to spill a lot of the feed across the floor, which is also not good for waste. So I decided a treadle feeder might alleviate that problem. It cost me about £25, uh, and I had to assemble it when it arrived, which wasn't difficult. But now all I've got to do is try and encourage the chickens to use it. They are a bit afraid of it when I've tried lifting the lid up for them and putting it back down. They, they're not sure of it. But what I've done is I've, I've put some food inside it with a bit of corn as well to encourage them. Placed it inside the chicken run on a bit of wood to give it some support and some balance. And then put a little brick just on the pedal. Now that seems to have encouraged them to eat from there. We'll see how it goes. I think it's going to be a bit of a 
see what happens sort of thing. But, so far, so good. I think this just needs the chickens to be trained on how to use it for them to get their understanding with it. Anyway, with all that done and the vegetable patch tidied up and looking good, I set about, now this is something that I've got going from my head a lot at the moment, is redesigning my whole garden. So I've been running around with a tape measure, measuring things that are in place. And this could be where the greenhouse is, the paths are, and, and things like that. Just so I've got some sort of plan on a bit of paper of, of the current garden. And this has given me an idea for a few adjustments that are going to be made. Well, the garden's going to have a bit of a redesign. I'll put it like that. That's going to be an over-the-winter job. I'm not sure how much I'm going to get done of it, but I've got plans. The ivy, that might be going. You will hear me complain and sing ivy's praises a lot. It's a love-hate relationship with the ivy. So I'm a bit stuck on what to do about it. Part of me wants to get rid of it, but part of me wants to keep it. But that that's all coming up in the future again. I'm not going to delve too much into my plans because I'm going to save that for a future podcast but all I will say is there's uh, some interesting ideas that I've got going from my head that I'm quite looking forward to do so that's it for today I could have done more but I've uh, kind of enjoyed myself a bit relaxing for a bit uh, tomorrow I plan to go to the allotment and we'll see what happens there well, today's Sunday, the 1st of September 2019. I am on the allotment and I spent a few hours down here today. Now, when I first got down here, I did my usual, have a wander around and see what needs doing. And I'm pleased to say that there wasn't anything that needed desperate attention. Again, I have been down a few times in a week to do a bit of weeding. So I'm keeping on top of things that way. And a lot of the stuff that I planted out last week is being watered and seems to be doing okay. After the wander around, I then did a bit more weeding, concentrating on an area that is quite a weedy area. This is where the summer raspberries grow, and I've had raspberries growing there since I took on the plot. Now that area has always been a bit of a bane in my life. It's been a very, very weedy area. A little bit just in front of that, last year I covered with uh, weed suppressing membrane and grew potatoes on top of it, and this year I covered in wood chip, and that has kept away the weeds it's been a lot easier to con control whereas where the raspberries are growing now the weeds have grown through and I think that's the reason that a lot of my raspberry plants are died I actually planted a few raspberries out here probably a couple of years ago and they're pretty much non-existent and I think it's because I've been pulling them out when I've been weeding so I cleared the weeds again and the globe artichokes that had died back as it normally does so I've hacked that back down threw all the weeds on the ground to run over the lawnmower but as I started doing that my lawnmower ran out of petrol. Now I could go get petrol but I just kind of figured you know what I'll put it all in a bucket and I will do that during the week. After that I then decided that I was going to use some manure to mulch the beds. Now usually I would buy manure from a, a site that I know which costs me a fair amount of money to be honest uh, but it's really well rotted manure unfortunately the bloke that does it has now decided he's not going to do it anymore 
so I don't have that option. But on my allotment site, we do have manure delivered quite regularly. The manure itself is not the most rotted down stuff. There's still a lot of straw and wood shavings in there. Um, but it's usable. So I popped down to the allotment shop and paid my £5 to contribute to getting the comp manure here so I can use it. And I shifted quite a few barrow loads, covered it over where I've just weeded, and that should hopefully suppress any more weeds. And I've also covered the very top of my allotment, another area that I've struggled to keep on top of the weeds, mainly the cooch grass up there. Now I'm hoping because this is a mix of straw and manure, it's going to keep the weeds down, certainly till the end of the year. Which I mean, it just frees me up a bit more time to get on top of things everywhere else. So yes, I've done that. Now, after that, I was going to weed amongst my gooseberry bushes. Now this gooseberry bush at the very bottom of my plot is, has got pallets around it to make a border. And as I pulled some weeds out, there must have been a nail or something that dug into my finger and I've cut my finger quite badly. So I gave my finger a bit of a wash and gave it a bit of, covered it in plaster and hopefully it'll be okay. I say hopefully, I'm sure it will be fine. It's one of those things, I just jump in to pull out a load of weeds without really thinking there might be an nail or anything there to catch my hand on. And it's worth remembering that if you make anything out of pallets that nails can cause quite a bit of damage and are very very painful so i decided not to carry on with doing any weeding instead i harvested a load of stuff now i harvested my cauliflower because that was just gone past its best a load of tomatoes runner beans french beans and kale a lot of good stuff that are just waiting to be harvested and i'm really really pleased with what i've got Another good load to take home, and I'll be doing that in just a bit. So yes, that's what I've been up to today. More weeding, but mulching as well, and I'm hoping the mulching is going to be really working in my favour. This week's tip of the week for BRHS Plant Grow Harvest Calendar reads, Start Winter Hanging Baskets now. Fill them with variegated ivies, winter pansies and crocuses and hang in sunny, sheltered spots. Well, that's interesting. I didn't think of growing crocuses, particularly my saffron crocuses, in hanging baskets. But that's another idea of extending how much I can grow. And in fact, talking of saffron crocuses, if anybody wants any, I've got quite a few spare. Get in touch, Richard at Vegetable Podcast, and I should be able to send you some out if you would like some saffron crocuses. Now it is the first Monday in September, which means we have the perennial calendar. And I forgot to do it last month, and I'm not going to go over that now. But let's find out what it says for September. What to do in September. Harvest time begins. Over the next couple of months, you will have plenty to pull up, dig out or pluck. Time to enjoy the fruits of your labour. Fruits and vegetables. It might seem like sowing should be coming to an end around this time of year, but there's actually still a lot that can be planted including spring onions, winter spinach, broad beans and hardy peas. Lift and gently twist pears and apples. If they part easily from a branch, they are ready to harvest. Flowers. So hardy annuals during this month will provide early flowering at the start of next year. Pulling out some surprise displays during an otherwise dull season. In the greenhouse. 
The sunlight will start weakening as autumn approaches, so remove shade paint or newspaper coverings from the greenhouse glass to make the most of the remaining warm. Trees and shrubs. New trees and shrubs can be planted while the soil is still warm, but they'll need lots of water to help them set down roots and well establish themselves before the more tempestuous winter weather begins. Wildlife. With the approach of autumn and colder nights, wildlife will begin starting to settle down. Put out bird boxes or stack old wood and cut plants in quiet corners of the garden to create warm shelter throughout the winter months. Yeah, all very good ideas and and lots to think about there. Now, as I said in the intro, green manures are on my list of what I'm paying my attention to this week. Well, September is here and that marks the end of summer and the beginning of August. This also means that my growing spaces will be becoming bare as I harvest our crops and remove the plants that are no longer required. But I always think it's a shame to let the empty ground go to waste. And yeah, sure, we can grow as many vegetables as I I can grow, like I mentioned a few weeks ago. But for the spaces that I do not have crops growing in, I intend to use green manures. Now, these green manures will make use of the ground and, and provide the soil with nutrients. And, well, green manures simply pot are plants that are grown to benefit the soil and ourselves in a number of ways. They can increase soil fertility, adding nitrogen to the soil. They can improve soil structure, improving drainage or water retention. They can suppress weeds and they might well be beneficial to insects and pollinators. Now for me, the suppressing weeds is what I really like the sound of. They sound like they are truly a great thing to have on the plots. And they are. Now I've used them in the past to great effect and I plan to use some over the coming months with different uses. But the two I like to use are grazing rye and field beans. Grazing rye is excellent for improving clay soil and I have that clay soil here. It grows throughout the winter and is very frost tolerant. It also releases substances that inhibit seed germination, thus preventing weeds infestation. But that does mean that you have to remove the ryegrass at least four weeks before sowing any plants. Because it is a grazing rye, it also is safe for the chickens to graze on. So I'll be mainly using this at home. I think on the allotment, the inspectors might see it more as a weed. Now how I plan to use it is I will fill up a bed with some of my compost in my typical no-dig method. I'll then scatter some grazing rye seed over the compost and give that a good watering in. I'll probably pop a cover over so that the rye can germinate and grow without the chickens disturbing them because they will eat the seed at least. As the grass will grows, I will probably remove the cover off and let the chickens get in there. They'll probably chomp on the grass and dig it over and what have you like they do do. Once I need to put the ground back into use, about four weeks before, I will use my hoe and go over the grass several times to kill off the grass. But I will leave that grass to die back in its place on top of the soil so it releases its nutrients into the soil. Now I say several times, a few weeks before I need to sow it. What I found in the past is that if you don't get rid of the grass really, really well before planting, it does tend to grow back. Now I'm sure my chickens will actually do a much better job at keeping the top of this than me and the hoe, but it is worth bearing in mind. 
Now another green manure that I like to use is field beans and these are very similar to the beans that we would grow to eat except these are not meant to be eaten. In fact we're not going to be producing any beans. Being a member of the legume family these plants feed the soil with nitrogen just like peas and beans would do. But these beans can be left over the ground in the winter and they are hardy enough to cope. What I found with these is that the roots are strong enough to really get down through the hard clay soil and really open it up. The drawback is that we do have to chop them down before they flower otherwise they might set seed by creating their own beans and, and self-seed themselves and then they will continue to be a problem. That's fairly simple to do just chop them down if they start to throw, throw up a flower bud or something. Easy to do. Now the field beans will probably be used more on the allotment. In much the same way as the rye grass, I'll be covering with compost and manure and then adding the beans and letting them grow. Now you don't need to go anywhere special really to get hold of any green manures. I've seen them for sale in garden centres but they also sell them online. And I have found greenmanure.co.uk to be a really good supplier, very reasonably priced. The delivery is also very reasonable, very fast to turn around and yeah... I've used them and I'm happy with them. There are a huge list of green manures that can be used such as alfalfa, buckweed, crimson clover, red clover, fenugreek, mustard, phacelia, fetch and yellow trefoil. But I stick with these two because they can be sown between now and November. So plenty of time to get them into the ground and they can be overwintered. Many of the others can also be grown in the spring to summer without too much problems and again they do much of the same job in many ways if you have a very weedy allotment it might be worth growing some of these in order to get on top of the weeds now if you've used any green manures then please let me know what you have used and how you have found it get in touch through the website the veggrowerpodcast.co.uk or email me richard at the veggrowerpodcast.co.uk Well, that's it for this week. So thank you very much for joining me and thank you very much for listening. As I said, I'd like to know if anybody else out there has grown any green manures and what their thoughts and experiences are on them. As always, you can get hold of me through the website, theveggrowerpodcast.co.uk. My email is richard at theveggrowerpodcast.co.uk or through social media such as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and any other social media out there. But for this week, please take care and I will see you again next time.